Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey, now. How hey. are you? Hey, Kat. Hey. Hi. I'm in a really good mood because we've got some of my all-time favorites on After 9 today. You're going to hear from that son of a bitch, Tiff Macklem, and you're going to hear from the great Doug Ford doing what Doug does when we don't see him on television, rating chocolate bars. In fact, Double Doug on the After 9 podcast today. Can I play one of them now? Yes, please. Oh, I'll never say no to playing a clip of Doug Ford. Are you kidding me? We uh, <laughs> This one reminds me so much of off-script Doug during the pandemic when he would do those media questions at the end. And, and it's great because Doug was out making a couple of announcements yesterday. Good on him for telling Justin Trudeau, not only should you scrap the carbon tax on natural gas like he did on oil for the Atlantic Canadians. He should do it for natural gas. And Doug said that Doug took it a step further and said, actually, he should just scrap the whole goddamn thing. Just get rid of the carbon tax. It's not doing anything for us. And you'll hear that when we play Tiff Macklem coming up, because he's also going to tell you it's doing nothing good for us. However, Doug started off his news conference yesterday as off script Doug. It's great to be back here in my hometown, Etobicoke. I always call it the great state of Etobicoke. And I want to I I start by thanking the great folks at Circle K and over in Timmy's. I'm heading over there to get a double-double and mm-hmm. my little egg sandwich. Best egg sandwiches around, by the way. Okay. <laughs> my little egg okay. sandwich. Oh, fuck, I've said too much. They're looking at me weird again. All right, let's jump to the big announcement. We're, cut, we're keeping the gas tax cut. <laughs> So sidetracked. Can't wait. I see that Timmy from in the drools coming down my face and the egg Sammy and the Timmy's in my double double. And where am I? What am I doing again? What do we got to do here? You know, if you stand right by the pump and aim your nose to the north, you can smell them making fresh bagels, folks. They're great. (laughs) Yourself a Timmy's bagel and you eat it good. (laughs) Doug was raiding chocolate bars yesterday for Halloween. Uh, Very, very fun and and. I disagree strongly and wholeheartedly with everything he said, but he still did it, which was, I think, amazing. Hang on. You people, I'm talking to you podcast listeners, are amazing for sending me this. There was, I got half a dozen people sending me this video yesterday, knowing full well that we might talk about it, and you're damn right we are. You're damn right. If Doug Ford is going to sit and eat eight chocolate bars in one five-minute video, we're on it. You trust me, we're on it. And like I said, Tiff Macklem also coming up later on on this episode of After 9. Now, it's not an interview because he won't let smart people interview him. Only ones that ask questions pre-prescribed. But we at least have some audio from yesterday. Look who walked in. Well, hello, Dave. Dave Lazard's here for a second day in a row, and it's not even Friday. What did we do? do What did we do? Oh, you're in a lot of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) It is Take Your Kid to Work Day. Oh, is that today? Yeah. Oh, I love it. So you brought your daughter to work? Yeah. Here is my eight-month-old Ellie. (laughs) (laughs) Goo goo gaga. Hi, Lily. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. How are you enjoying Take Your Kid to Work Day today? You just got here. Yeah, I got woken up with uh, blinds open, lights on. 
Oh, well, that's how Dave wakes or your dad wakes up too. So what will you be doing today? Are you actually going to get to program a whole radio station today? He has like eight or 10 of them. You can take him like, am I going to have some power? I think you should. This is your chance to overhaul. We we could set with you, Scott and I, and go over a few things that we want changed. Then you could do it. There's a lot of changes you need to make here, (laughs) Lily. Well, be careful because she might have some changes for your show. You're right, that actually. You're not ready for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, you're in high school. Yeah. Who are people listening to in high school right now? Who are the popular singers right now? Oof. Mm. Do you like uh, Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah. Taylor Swift? No. No. Okay. okay. Is yeah. it just too much Taylor? Is that it, or is she just too old for you young folks? Her older albums are better. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Yeah, that's fine. Hot take. Yeah. Okay, great. But everyone's very into Drake and Kanye. Kanye still gets... Kanye is still popular, eh? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, good, good. Uh, What do you guys do for fun? Like, if you've got an evening free on a Friday night, you call up your ladies, and what do you guys do? I don't know. Did I say it right? Feel free to say, here's what I do, Boomer. Go ahead, Lily. Say that. You can respond to that. Here's what we're going to say. Probably run around and... Maybe go to the mall, get pajamas, come home, have hot chocolate, and watch a horror movie. That sounds oh, fun. Oh, very, very good. Good. Yeah, boomers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no plural. <laughs> like, Easy no, with the me. plural, okay? I'm a millennial. Cat. <laughs> Kat's convinced herself that she's not getting old. She's just become a mom. And and so she doesn't see that she's a lot closer to me than she is to you. So it's it's hard for Kat to accept, I think. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Oh, that pajama thing sounds great. I think I could easily I could easily partake in that whole thing. Fit right Horror in. movie, pajamas? Okay. Huh. I'm in. Dave, uh, what will you have Lily doing today? She's gonna shadow me as I as I have many meetings and and uh, paperwork, the fun side of, of our job, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, she's she's gonna take some time in the studio and and just sort of see how people are doing their shows and things like that. I remember doing like internships and and co op placements in high school, mm-hmm. and and that's actually it's crazy to think that you're only a few years away, Lily, from when I started my career. Like I started in radio at like seventeen, mm-hmm. so. It's pretty wild to think that you're not that far away. Are you suggesting radio for Lily? I'm whatever she wants to do. Uh, I will support that. Very and good. If this is an industry that that interests her, uh, I'll try to help her through it. What do you want to be, Lily? Like, do you know yet? I know you're so young. You don't need to know yet. But do you have an idea of what See, you want to do? That's a thing that I get a lot. Like, oh, you don't need to. You don't need to know. But I do a lot of singing and. I know that a lot of people will tell me like, oh, that's a stupid job or like it's not like you won't get there. But singing is definitely one that I really, really, really have like I want a path for me. Mm -hmm. I've written a song. I'm really close to producing it. Stuff like that. Oh, very good. Don't by the way, don't listen to people who say don't bother. I don't. Yeah. Good. That's what I like. I love it. All right. So what's your first order of business? Is anybody getting fired today? Mm, I mean, I was thinking you. Me, yeah. <laughs> well, wouldn't be the first time, darling. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. It was what a nice surprise, and it's great to see you. Great to see you guys. Have fun. Thank you. <laughs> Are you actually? Did you just come in to say hi during the pot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, good. That was it. That was a pop in. That was uh, oh. an unannounced walk on. <laughs> We welcome this. That's I think fine. that's great. Anytime. Anytime. Are you guys still uh, reeling from the Halloween show yesterday? Uh, yeah. Oh boy. So, we both feel tired today. Like we were both saying, like how tired between like all the shenanigans that happened on the Halloween show and our potluck, which was we're going to talk about a little bit in the pod too. We have to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we will get there. 
and, and then of course Halloween itself and the craziness there were both like it feels like a Monday to me. Like, you know what I mean? You guys, Like, I feel draggy because Halloween was like, ah, but it was so fun. I won't take a lot of your time on this, but I want to throw out a pet peeve that we noticed last night. So we talked about trick-or-treating with the little one. Yeah. And Lily was also there. Right. And trick-or-treating with her sister. It, it was fine for most people, but the older generation, the beyond boomer maybe, um, they had a real problem with... Lily being as big as she is and Ellie being too small. Someone, did they they like people grill- say something? Oh, yeah. There was people who grilled what, us. What, what's the point? Oh, You're joking. I can't stand people. No. Did, you, did anybody say anything? Did you call them out? Like, hey, mind your yeah. own fucking business. I was like, well, my daughter's wearing a, uh, a costume underneath her blanket because it's zero outside. It's freezing outside. Yeah. So she's sitting in her stroller dressed up as a fox. Yes. Um, and cute I love your be. wife you for picking a, big- a fox costume. <laughs> so mad oh at my God, why she's would, the best. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? Uh, I'm a good guy. Why would you do that to me? Um, but uh, yeah, there was people like, oh, she seems a little bit too small. And I'm like, there's seven kids in this entire neighborhood coming trick-or-treating. Is this really a big deal Who for cares? you? Uh, and then Lily is, is tall. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes up and people are, you know, not everybody, but there was a few, again, older who would look at her and go, well, should you be trick-or-treating? I'm like, is this the time to... to oh, are you oh my God. Yeah, it was wild. Do people not mind their own business anymore? And who spends any second of their life even thinking about that? <laughs> Honestly. Then, if it was like crazy busy busy, and you're like running out and you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to save this for some of the smaller kids, fine. Even I'm not totally on board with that, but fine, I can accept that premise. But this was like, it was just, there was one neighbor of ours who doesn't live far from our house didn't recognize us had no idea who we were um and looked at lily and said well if you're going to get a treat i need a trick oh my get the God. hell out of so, here so so i was and and like stone-faced about it and wasn't like jokey or anything so i'm like uh poor lily's standing there like look I, at the end of the day i don't care i don't really <laughs> i don't <laughs> It's like, I don't really want your, your Cheetos. Yeah. Like, like we're just having puffs. fun. Like it's just supposed to be fun. What happened to the fun? What happened yeah, to the fun no. with those people? It, it was, cri- it was very critical. Like, don't bother then, you know? Cause we thought about it and we, cause we talked about it on the pod. Uh, is, is she too young to go? Ellie's only eight months, but it was her first experience with it. She loved it. She was, you know, when she was awake, she looked around and loved the costumes and loved the lights and the pumpkins, all that yeah, stuff. So she had fun. And then there's some neighbors that wanted to see her, yeah, which was which was nice. But mm-hmm. then there was just a couple, so I had to jump in for Lily when she got s- set up there uh, to perform on the spot. And I said, "Well, how about a joke? Can I tell you a joke?" And then I uh, I did the um, uh, what's a ghost's favorite food? A burrito. <laughs> Perfect. And then she's like, "Hmm, okay." Oh, tough crap. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. why bother though? Why bother handing out candy then at all if you're going to have rules and regs? Like, stop yeah. it! Get out of here. Yeah, there was, like, do you have to sign a like a long registry yeah. form to, to to qualify for trick or treating now? Mm. And she's not a, like Lily's not a punk. She's not going up and being rude and yeah. banging on doors well, and be windows. A different and, story if there was if you get that at your house. Super polite, no. like please and thank you, yeah. trick or treat. Mm. Eat you know all what? The above. I liked what one of my neighbors did. I could tell they did it because they purposely had other candies for like the tiny ones. Mm-hmm. So she would be like, oh, here, here. No, but you guys stay there. And so like the really young ones, because I saw her give some to older kids, she gave extra to, which I was mm. like, that's interesting, which they probably don't need, by the way. The younger they are, the more, they don't need that much stuff. No, God, no. But I, and she's not going to eat any of it. Like Ellie's not, no, not going to yeah. eat any of it yet. It's, 
it's all going to Lily probably or us. Well, at least you got that, Lily. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So she got the the extra hookup. But I just thought it was a little weird. I, what I can I say in an appreciative tone. I, I did enjoy that there was a lot of people who had separate bowls, peanuts and not peanuts. Oh, good. That is Which good. I thought, oh, that's that's really, that's proactive to separate that out. And, and they would ask, peanuts, no peanuts? And sometimes it's a preference and other times it's an allergy. Yeah. So I just thought that's nice. I'm, I'm glad people put some effort into it. While we're on this vein, I, uh, I noticed a couple things last night too. Number one, a number of my neighbors, and I don't even know where they got them from, had signs on their lawn to promote that they were doing accessible trick-or-treating, meaning they were setting up like in the driveway. So someone who had mobility issues, whether they be in a wheelchair or on crutches or whatever, didn't have to go up the steps. And I thought that was good. It opens up Halloween to everybody. I also saw a lot more of those blue bins this year collecting them, which is supposed to signify that the person is autistic. They may have sensory issues and things like that. So fortunately, I was prepared for that because my girlfriend did quite a bit of work on that project to launch that or to to promote that. And uh, it was really neat to see and, and knowing what people are coming to the door or to the driveway with, what situation they're coming from. Yeah. Now, what you don't see is what someone's home situation is. And there were some people out there that maybe in the past I might have thought, aren't you a little old for trick-or-treating? I didn't care this year. No. So many people are struggling. People are starving in a lot of cases. And Mm -hmm. you take as much as you need. I'm not judging anybody. So, And shout out to the full-size Wonder Bar we got. That was lovely. Oh, those full-size ones are great, yeah. Hey, since it is Take Your Kid to Work Day, what do you think of us using Lily for a bit? Can we do a bit with Lily? Yeah. Is that okay, she, Lily? She, well, okay. she's the boss. Sorry, she said yes. So okay, uh, hop up in do? the chair here. You're going to be your dad for a minute, and we're going to find out about preferences. Lily, if I give you a choice, you can have Domino's delivery, or you can have a DiGiorno out of the freezer. I can't lie. I don't know what a DiGiorno is. Frozen pizza. Oh. Do you like frozen pizza? Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably say frozen pizza. You take a frozen pizza over a, a delivered Domino's? Yeah. Really? Okay, well, DiGiorno is that company. And because the U.S. Thanksgiving is coming up, they're releasing what they call the first ever Thanksgiving pizza. Do you want to know what's on it? Yes. Okay. All right. You tell me if you would like this. DiGiorno's Thanksgiving pizza includes turkey on a pizza. Give me your instant reaction when I say each one of these toppings. Turkey. Okay. Gravy. Mm. (laughs) Sweet potato. Eh, I could see that. Green beans. Okay. Cranberries. No. Cheese. (laughs) Two cheeses. One of them is cheddar and one of them is mozzarella. Okay. That's good, right? Yep. Crispy onion topping. I think that's like uh, crushed up onion rings. Does that sound like a good pizza to you? Certain things on it sound good. Other ones, um, not so much. Okay, so you're speaking on behalf of all Canadian teenagers right now. I'm going to (laughs) slap down a frozen Thanksgiving pizza in front of you. Are you eating a slice? Probably going to pick off some of the things and eat it. Oh, really? Do you do that? Well, listen, it's like a Christmas plate or a Thanksgiving plate. You pick and choose what you like, and then you make up your plate. This pizza comes with all the things that some of them you might not like. Yes. That's the downside. Did you try that chili your dad made? Yes. Wasn't that good? Yeah. yeah. You're lucky you get to live with them. Was there any leftovers after that, by there, the way? There was a little bit. A little not bit. A ton. Okay. Yeah. What, what did you do People with the leftovers? Liked it a lot. Did you think to bring them in for your buddy Scott? Or <laughs> Actually, there was somebody here who didn't get to participate, and I brought them chili today. No kidding. Yeah. You're a good boss. Wow, that's, that's great. Nice. All right. Uh, there was no real funny payoff on that bit, Lily. It wasn't one of my best. I just wanted to see what you thought of that pizza. <laughs> 
But thank you for coming in, and I hope you enjoy the rest of Take Your Kid to Work Day. Thank you. Great to see you. Okay, so we're about to play audio from the Bank of Canada, Governor. You better leave, because I don't have very nice words to say about that guy. <laughs> Your fave. Do you want to do Doug's chocolate first, or do you want to do Tiff Macklem, that son of a bitch? Okay, let's do Tiff Macklem, and then we'll get into the chocolate stuff. Okay, so Tiff Macklem is the head of the Bank of Canada. He is the governor. He is the one who is implementing this plan to raise interest rates at an alarming rate. And a couple of things come out of that. I think we all know and understand his goal is is to slow the Canadian economy. And he says that if you slow the Canadian economy, inflation will come down. But he also acknowledges that if the government spent less money, we wouldn't have this inflation in the first place. So he was testifying in front of a House of Commons committee, and a very interesting question came up. How much is the carbon tax contributing to inflation? Mm -hmm. Not only that, how much effect, if they took the carbon tax off tomorrow, how much would that affect what we pay right now or the inflation that we're dealing with right now? So I think those are two good questions. We're going to play for you a little bit of that son of a bitch, Tiff Macklem, yesterday speaking at the House of Commons Finance Committee. One question is, because the carbon tax is going up right over time. Mm-hmm. So one, one question is, how much are the increases in the carbon tax adding to inflation each year? And that number is about 0.15 percentage points uh, of inflation. And that's the direct impact on those three components. Perfect. Thank you. The second question uh, you asked me was, what would be the effect if the carbon tax, what would be the effect on inflation if the carbon tax was eliminated? And that would create a one-time drop in inflation of 0.6 percentage points. Okay. Wow. So that would last one year, and and since you can only eliminate it once, uh, the next year it would have no effect on inflation. For sure, for sure, uh, and uh, hopefully next year inflation won't be as a big a concern as it is this year. But um, just to reiterate uh, uh, what you said there, so it would be 60 basis points or 0.6 percent, which uh, currently. Um, currently, the uh, uh, inflation rate is at 3.8%. Um, so that equates to more than 10, I think almost 15%, if I can do the math quickly, well, and a drop 3. in inflation. So, is that, that, would, that would be a, a sizable drop in inflation. It would, it would make your job, uh, to quote you, uh, it would be helpful uh, if I can, uh, would that be correct? It's only going to affect inflation for one year. Yeah, but as as, so. you, as you said, Mr. Macklin, uh, hopefully, uh, and as you forecasted, inflation probably... That's a little misleading to say it's only going to infe- uh, affect inflation for one year. It will affect inflation every year going forward because we won't have that unnecessary tax putting upward pressure on inflation. Basically, what he said yesterday is, yes, the carbon tax is having a pretty significant impact on inflation. And if we got rid of it... and. I'll use his term, only one year, although the benefits continue every year, we would see a substantial drop in inflation if there was no carbon tax. And one of the things that I'm hearing a lot about right now, Kat, is because the feds took the carbon tax off of home heating oil, which is the majority of what Atlantic Canada has. They use oil to heat their homes, whereas here in Ontario, 95% use natural gas. In fact, most of the rest of the country from Ontario west uses natural gas. Yeah. And and the prime minister was asked, well, hey, listen, people that use natural gas 
are already far more green than people who use oil. So why would they get punished by paying a higher tax for using the greener alternative? They didn't really have an answer for that, but the prime minister said, listen, we're not carving anything else out of the carbon tax. We did it for the oil. We need the votes in Atlantic Canada. So we did that and we're not doing it again. No more, no more carve outs. You know, as he's saying that, I got a feeling we won't have this carbon tax for long. And I'm not suggesting that because there's going to be an election, we won't have one of those for two years. We already know that if Pierre Polyev wins, he's going to scrap the tax on day one in office. He's made that commitment. I wonder if the prime minister would get rid of the carbon tax. Like, it's literally killing him. He, he's at risk of having 20 seats. Yeah. Going from, at once, what was a majority government, down to back-to-back minorities in very questionable elections, by the way. He could be down to 20, maybe 15 seats. The only play he's got is to get rid of the carbon tax. However, this was his signature policy for eight years. Now the Bank of Canada is saying, yeah, it's having a pretty significant impact on inflation. And as long as inflation is high, the interest rates have to stay high. So I think it's a possibility we don't have this carbon tax this time next year. Just okay. a thought, just All a right. feeling I've got. But he might have to get rid of it and backtrack on a major promise, which, of course, would look like a major Hail Mary as he tries to get reelected. Uh, let's move on. Let's go to the chocolate. <laughs> Premier Doug Ford. We started with Doug and we're coming right back to him. Because Doug did something very, very impressive yesterday. Doug managed, out of all the different chocolate bars that were being given out on Halloween, he managed to pick the best one. And maybe you're saying, well, what makes Doug Ford an authority on chocolate? Mm-hmm. I would say Doug Ford's an authority on chocolate, wouldn't you? Uh, honestly, yeah. I feel like I, he's the type of person that I would probably, if there's a restaurant that he's been to, you could ask him his thoughts on the, especially the dessert. <laughs> Dessert venue? Because we know he loves desserts. He's said it a million times sure. and he's done videos on it. I think you could probably trust that he's tried them all. We're going to play this video of Doug doing the back-to-back, and that's going to lead into me taking a survey right here on the After yeah. 9 podcast. Give you a little quiz. But let's try and, and, and sift through some of Doug's commentary from yesterday when he decided to put out this video for Halloween. By the way, we're going to shit on it a little bit because it's fun to shit on it. I'm not shitting on the concept of it. I think it's great that the premier took a few minutes to do a quick video. No doubt he's probably figured out a way to write off chocolate bars now. So we use him in a promo video. He does but these, I think this was nice that oh, he did this. Listen, I think that he does this because he knows full well what, we, what we're going to do with it and to it. We share it for multiple different reasons and we're... He's laughing. We're laughing with him. Okay? Exactly. Let's put it that way. We're definitely laughing with him. Today, we're going to find out which Halloween candy takes the crown to be the best Halloween candy out there. And believe me, I'm an expert. Okay. He pointed to his big belly in case you're wondering. I know it's a podcast. (laughs) Here we go. And we got candy corn and Kit Kat. So I got to try both. I'm going to try the candy corn first. Good candy corn. Mm. I don't believe you. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Take a break. I love that he, can't take a break. he drops a zinger and then laughs at his own joke. It's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, what would you pick between candy corn and Kit Kat? Oh, God, it's not even close. Candy corn every time. You take candy corn. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. You. I'm fucking with you. Candy corn's awful. He, there's no, he only put that in, the, or sorry, his team. I don't know who actually set this up because I have a feeling he knew exactly what was going to be under everyone. 
He only did that because he doesn't want to piss off the people who think candy corn should be up there near Kit Kats. Give me a break. Kit Kat is the Give only chocolate break. bar that spells cat correctly. That's, that's right. They're both good. But I got to tell you, I love the chocolate. So I'm going to pick the Kit Kat. Okay, ding, ding, round two. Ding, Here ding. we go. Okay. Oh, boy, this, this is going to be a close one. Caramel, beautiful. I love it. Cadbury and Nestle's made right here in Ontario. I stopped by the factory I'm every other day. <laughs> That's why I got such a big truck, because I <laughs> fill it up every week. <laughs> All right, let's see what he picked between that. That's actually not a bad, like, I wouldn't get angry if, with, by the way, if anyone picked Caramel or, or Kit Kat with that one. I actually love Caramel. I think it's a great yeah. chocolate bar. It's just the thing is, you got to have, like, milk or something on the side, Ooh. or it's just going to sit. I'm going with a Caramel. Good for you. Alright. Right. Right. Oh. Now this is gonna be a tough competition. You know, I love these Reese's pieces. Give this a whirl. It, can we just stop down for a second? They're Reese's peanut butter cups. They're Reese's peanut there butter cups. There are differences between Reese's pieces and Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. So just so we're clear, he's saying Reese's pieces, but he's actually having a cup. Okay. Let's continue. On a technicality, it might be one of those cups that has the ground up Reese's pieces in it. I'm I, I can't at, quite see what know, he's I'm doing here. I'm looking at here. the packaging here, and I don't know if it is. Can I just say? I don't think it is. I think it's the plain Reese cups, which are better anyway. Doug, don't eat it right out of the fucking wrapper like this. Like, he just took the brown. You, you open up a Reese's peanut butter cups. You got that little white tray, and then you've got three individual cups, and they all come in a little black wrapper. He just held the wrapper up to his mouth wow. and like sort of sucked it out of there rather than pick it up. Like, and... like he was eating oysters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a good look. You know something? Caramel just got knocked off. It's the chocolate Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. He didn't even think about that. Well, fuck the caramel. I just got some Reese's Pieces here. Everyone, I noticed a pattern here. It's like every new one he tries. It's, it's, that's the new favorite. Have you okay, guys noticed? Okay, round four. These old Henry's, love them. This is probably one of my favorites. The new champ. Oh, See? Henry. He's fucking See? eating again. it as he's explaining it. And again, <laughs> did somebody set that up? And again, oh, Henry is going to beat it. That's the new one, and it beat out the old one. Listen, I don't think there's ever been a scenario where oh, Henry came out on top of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that Doug's wrong here. Well, it's an opinion, right? It, Everybody's got one, and if you like O'Henry better, that's fine. Sure, sure. Maybe there's a, I don't know. That's a weird one. Like I said, I've never seen anybody do that. But hey, again, it's his opinion. You're absolutely right, Kat. No right or wrong answers here. I, I'm going to put a question mark on that one, but here we go again. It's going to be O'Henry versus... Round five. I'm getting pretty good at that. <laughs> He, they put a dome over it so he can't see what he's eating until it's time to lift the dome. And he likes to flip it in the air. And, and he's almost missed it twice. And drum on it. And drum on it. Yeah. He was having a good time. Yeah. He was on quite the sugar high. Absolutely. He'd been to Timmy's. He got his double-double. And he got his those little egg sandwiches. <laughs> That's that, right. That he talks so much about. And then right home to the living room in front of the fireplace for a chocolate bit. Okay. Mars bar. Oh, my goodness. Made from FM Foods up in Bolton. Delicious. Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> Today we're. It is a tough one, Doug. You're right. Okay. Mars bar. Oh, my goodness. Made from FM Foods up in Bolton. Delicious. I've never heard of that. FM Foods in Bolton. Is that a real yeah. name? Effin? Like. Effin? Like, I like can fucking? Or is that what it's like? <laughs> fucking Foods. Fucking Foods in Bolton. Get your Mars bar from fucking Foods. It's FM. <laughs> it is. E F F E M. 
FM Foods. Really? Mars Inc. Yeah. No shit. I did not know they were made in Bolton. That's fun. Well, Bolton, you've got a friend in Doug who's clearly a regular customer. Oh, this is a tough one. We like them both. <laughs> what did you swallow first? <laughs> we got the new champ, the Mars bar. Final oh, round. Do you see what I mean? Let's Every time. Why is that? Why is that? Every you, you challenger carried, won. Every challenger won. You carried none with you. You said this one was the best, and then you carried. You didn't even carry it to the next round. They have Heidi. I'll tell you a story about the coffee crisps. Oh, here we go. Let's hear it. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Let's hear this. Gather around, kids. Here hear the story about the coffee crisps. Everybody sit around and listen to the premier. <laughs> I'd always say, Mom, what do you want? And she'd always say, I want a coffee crisp. So my brother, Rob, and I would go up to the store and would find one of those big honking coffee crisps, and she'd love it. Let's try the coffee crisp. She'd love it? That's the story? The memory of my... She'd love what him and Rob didn't eat. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, t- he didn't tell you that part, that they bought 17 other ones, but they gave <laughs> Mom one... Her one coffee crisp. She just liked the little snack. God, I miss Is Rob it- Ford. Can you just picture Rob and Doug walking down Lakeshore Boulevard in Etobicoke just pounding some yes. fucking big coffee crisps or something like that? Yeah. That'd be great. Absolutely. I, I, I do like that story, though. It's kind of cute because you picture like a mom of kids being like, just give me my treat, my treat I like. I just want that with a cup of tea. I, that's what I picture. My mom here. So I think the coffee crisp is the champ of all champs. Have a great Halloween. Have fun. Go out there. Be safe. Number one, watch the cars. Get your chocolate and all the treats. Check by your parents and have a fantastic time. I love Halloween. Watch the cars. Get your chocolate <laughs> and all the treats. Checked by your parents and have a fantastic time. <laughs> I thought that was a good video, That's actually. Good. That's fun. It was uh, reminiscent of the cheesecake. And after he did the cheesecake, I actually mm-hmm. wanted to make his cheese. Cheesecake. So I maybe I'll buy a coffee crisp today. Maybe this shit actually works. He was too quick after the tastings. I wanted to hear a little more. Oh, oh yum. Well, <laughs> he's always got commentary with his food. They've Great. wrapped it up into like a two, two and a half minute video or something like that. But there's no way that only took two, yeah. two and a half minutes. He was taking bites of these chocolate bars. And do you think he finished them? Like, do you think before he said, well, the Mars bar is going to beat the, the, the Reese's Pieces. Do you nom, think nom, he ate nom, the whole nom, thing? Nom, 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 Let's move on now. Uh, can I challenge you? Do you want to do this? Yeah, let me get... Right, I'm taking a quiz. You're going to you're gonna do exactly what Doug did, but oh. I'm going to give you some different options in there. There's some same and some different options just oh. to get a feel for your favorite. Okay, hit me. You want to do it now? We okay. can do it now. Yeah, okay. I'm ready. All right. So let's start with a Reese cup okay. versus a bounty bar. Bounty's the chocolate that's all coconut on the it's inside. Coconut on the inside. You're not going to like this. Oh, here we go. I, I was afraid you were going to do this. I'm an actual member of the Reese's Society. I've yeah. got a pin and everything. Yeah. It's great. I've got a membership card. It's good. They just send you, st- for those wondering, they just send you stuff randomly. Which, which is cool. nice. Which is very nice. Sure. As much as I love Reese's, Bounty's just one of those chocolate bars that's so good and we don't get it very often that I'm going to say Bounty. Okay. Bounty wins a controversial first round. Okay. We're going to do a Doug's way, which I don't like, by the way. I like, what is it called when you do, is it round robin or something when you do the one side versus the other side? That's how I prefer it. You want a bracket. I I don't want a new challenger every time. I'm not a fan of that. I want a bracket. Yeah. But we'll do a Doug's way. We'll, we'll We'll play with this. So let's move on then. Bounty bar versus Mars bar. Bounty Bar is going to win that one again. Okay. I don't have a whole lot of time for Mars. I'm sure they're delicious in their own right. I just never really found much time for them. The one that's just like Mars but 100 times better is the Snickers. Oh, all right. 
Effing foods makes those. <laughs> now you know. Fucking foods and bolts. Uh, oh, fucking fucking foods. Fuck them. Uh, bounty then versus a Kit Kat bar. I'll take a Kit Kat. Okay. I think a Kit Kat is basically the perfect chocolate bar. Oh, then let's see how it, it stacks up against all these others. Then I'm going to ask you, Kit Kat versus, versus Mr. Big? I do like a Mr. Big, but Kit Kat's going to win that one for me. Versus Snickers? Snickers is going to win. You know why I like Snickers? Snickers is going to win over Kit Kat. Yeah, it is. And you I'll tell you why. You just said it was your favorite. Okay, all right. I, I, I never used to like Snickers. In fact, I don't even know if I'd had one in the first half of my life. I went to a Raptors game and they were handing them out and I was so fucking hungry because I smoked a joint before the game and didn't eat anything during the game that when I got this Snickers, it was like a filet mignon. It was the best thing I'd ever eaten at the time on the go train back to Burlington. I had more Snickers at my ready, at my disposal. Gather around, kids. I'm going to tell you a story about the Snickers bar, okay? I had more Snickers at my ready as a child than anything else. And let me tell you why. Back in the early 90s, my aunt, you know her, Oh, yeah, I know you're in. Dated a guy who also happened to be like an actor. And he was in the Snickers commercial. I can't get my stomach to shut up. You can still find it on YouTube. <laughs> she dated this guy that starred in the commercial. And we and every time he came, he'd bring Snickers. And he was in the Snickers commercial. So I, they didn't last. She married someone else who was not involved in Snickers. But whom I love very much. <laughs> I love him too. I'm okay with that. Uh, but yeah, so so Snickers were actually around a lot in my childhood just because I knew the guy in the commercial. I, I do love Snickers, though. And, and it was the okay. Raptors that totally turned me on. I, I, think I, know, I, I think I know the answer to this, though. Snickers versus Smarties? Snickers. You're keeping with Snickers. You know, I didn't even want to give the Smarties out to those kids last night. I felt bad for them. You know, it comes with They're an equal... They're not that bad. I thought, I wait till these get really hard and use them as a fire starter next spring. At least they're not, uh, yeah, they're peanut free. So it's one of the, like, one of the ones you can actually take, let your kids bring to school. Um, Hershey's milk chocolate. Would you say that's better than Snickers or no? Hershey's milk chocolate is great chocolate. Just a regular milk chocolate. chocolate. Just a regular milk chocolate bar I'm talking. Can we, can we have the one with a little bit of nuts in it? A little bit of nuts? Do they have that? Yeah. Hershey's with a little nuts? A little bit of nuts in it. Oh, oh, okay. Would, you, would that peanuts. win? I think would it, would yeah. that win? Yeah, that would win. That oh, would be. Oh, okay. But just Hershey's on its own? No, I'll stay with the Snickers. Oh shit, sake. Okay, this that's not part of the game then. So we'll just say Snickers. Snickers. Yeah. Snickers then. Snickers versus Doug's favorite coffee crisp. Snickers. Okay. Snickers versus caramel. Caramel. Uh, caramel. Okay. Ooh, yeah, it's just so ooh. good. Oh, it's, and I love that it's very symmetrical and shaped well. Oh, it's just beautiful. Caramel versus arrow. Arrow's one of those ones where you, as soon as it hits your tongue, it melts and it feels good. It's good chocolate, it's too. It's chocolate. just good quality yeah, chocolate. Fuck, I, I wonder if people listening to this pod are agonizing over these decisions as much as I am. Yeah, I hope they are. I hope you guys are playing along. There's only a couple left, too. Like, we're getting down to it here. Okay. So it's Snickers or Arrow, right? It's caramel. Caramel or, or arrow. Caramel. Okay. Caramel or crunch. Crunch is the one with the little rice krispies yeah, in them, if you will. I love those. I fucking love rice crunch crisps. bars. Yeah, I love crunch, crunch is, bars. Crunch is great. Yeah, I'm gonna go crunch. Oh, <laughs> I'm switching it up. Okay. Here's the last one, and this is probably also a personality test because I'm curious how you're gonna land here. Here it is, guys. The final, the finale. Crunch versus Big Turk. Mm. You can only have one for the rest of your life. Let's oh. th- let's let's put it that way. You can only have one of these for the rest of your life. Is it Crunch or is it Big Turk? Big Turk. Let me tell you about the Big Turk. People like to shit on the Big Big Turk. It's fucking awful because they're racist. And 
<laughs> well, Trudeau does it. Why can't I? If you disagree, you're a racist. <laughs> People with tinfoil hats don't like right, Big Turk. Right. No, I I do love the Big Turk, but Big Turk and and what was one right at the beginning? It was uh, the Bounty. Right. Yeah, the Bounty. Yeah. Bounty and Big Turk, I feel like have been vilified and relegated yeah. to just the checkout aisle at the dollar stores now. It's true. That's where you find them now. They're harder to find. But a Big Turk is a great chocolate bar. A little hard if you get it in your teeth and shit. Okay, so I, I'm going to stay with Crunch. Honorable mention to Big Turk. Okay, the winner is Crunch then. Yes. There you go. Very different result from the premier. Very different. But that's why he's the premier and I'm just criticizing him on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we are low on time. So I'm going to blow through a couple of things here. Uh, we are in a recession now. Yesterday, StatsCan put out the latest numbers. <laughs> Officially, <laughs> we knew that the first quarter of the year was down. Yeah. And we got the August numbers. So July was down. Now August was down. That means September will have to be, even if September's up, we're still down for the quarter. And if you have two consecutive quarters of negative or stagnant growth, by definition, you're in a recession. And what's frustrating about all this is now you've got the economists trying to redefine what recession is even though this has always been the definition. Right. Two consecutive quarters, negative growth, or even stagnant growth, it's a recession. Now, economists are trying to say, no, 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 because that'll fuck up all our investments. Don't tell people we're in a recession. It's a technical recession. Okay. Technically, you guys are being assholes. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. It's a recession. It's always been a recession. That's the way it is. Uh, Ontario has agreed to give public high school teachers and some elementary teachers, the ones that are members of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, a small little raise. Mm. This is part of the deal they worked out, and this is to make up for Bill 124 that capped their wage increases at just okay. 1%. Okay. Wildly unpopular with some, but for others, they like that. So now what they're going to get is an additional 0.75% in salary increases for the first two years of this new contract. Now, they couldn't agree on the third year compensation from Bill, was it 124? One, Bill uh, 124, 124, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that part is going to go to an arbitrator. But either way, if you're a member of ETFO or if you're a high school teacher, you're going to get at least, well, by my math here, it's at least one and a half percent. I have to think it'll probably be close to two or three percent. That's a raise that you didn't even know you were getting that's retroactive based well, on Bill 124. Good, and it's well-deserved. Where are we at with elementary? We're still trying to figure out if the teachers are going to strike. Well, or the, Do you have an update? The Catholic teachers, I, I hear things here and there, but I don't... I think they want to strike. I think the union really wants them the to strike. The union wants them to strike. But the yeah. problem with the unions is, in the last few weeks, some of the union leadership has really been exposed as a radical, extreme left-wing uh, calling for just horrible things. And I think there's also a lot of union members that heard their stance on the Israel-Hamas Israel war, for example, and thought, I don't really want to be affiliated with these assholes anymore. So they're just going to lay low. Maybe they're not participating in the voting. I, I don't think they've got a whole lot of leverage here. Probably what got worked out with ETFO and the high school teachers was good. They seem good yeah, with it. They yeah. couldn't work out the last little detail, year three of compensation. So they sent that to an arbitrator. But I don't understand why the Catholic teachers couldn't get it done like these teach these unions did. Anyway, uh, Via Rail is already complaining about issues that there's going to be creating high-speed rail between Toronto and Montreal. Uh -oh. They say one of the most difficult challenges to their goal 
of a three and a half hour trip between Toronto and Montreal is we don't have enough tracks in Toronto. Oh. They say it's already very busy getting in and out of Union Station. That's, That's true, though. That's sure. true. Sure. Absolutely. That's a problem. Uh, most of the existing tracks in the GTA are already owned by CN or Metrolinx, and they say with limited traffic, limited tracks that are available just for via rail trains, and the fact that this isn't a typical train, it travels very, very quickly, it might be challenging to be up and running by the mid-2030s. Hmm. So this person- That's a long ways away there, Scott. So what they do is you get assholes like this. This is the head of Via Rail's new high-frequency rail project. So this guy's in charge of a project that isn't even scheduled to be done for 12 years. He's already throwing up objections, making it seem like he's got this daunting task and guaranteed himself an overinflated bureaucratic salary until 2035. Fucking brilliant. Put me in charge of this shit. Nothing, nothing you ask me to do couldn't be done by the end of the year. This year. You want me to get anything done by 2035? I guarantee you I'll have it done. But if you do that, you don't have a job. You're in charge of making it happen. Yeah. We got to re-incentivize this stuff. In any case, three and a half hours between Toronto and Montreal is not bad. To me, that's comparable to flying. When you consider how early you have to be at the airport, even for a domestic flight. true. Going through security and shit like that. Pain in the ass. If I could just go down to Union and jump on a train and be there in three and a half hours, that's good. However, we got to figure out this track situation. Can I suggest, what if, I know we don't build a lot of rail tracks anymore. I don't know why. I, yeah, it, I, I guess it, it, that's a lot of work though. The pioneers were building railways. I don't understand why we stopped. Was it just because highways came in and we just focused yeah. on those for too long? Yeah, so we ran out of places and there's so much work to be done. I think of even like the cities that put in those those uh, like the ions and things like that that we have out there. That's a lot of work. You have to f- fuck up a lot of people's driving in order to get that done. You really do. It's a lot. Right, right, right. It's hard. It's hard to do. Could we have a train that didn't stop at Union? Could we have this train, for example, go to Downsview? I was wondering that. Like, what about Etobicoke? What about Downsview? Yeah. What about any number of areas in and around, but not t- not too close where you're really running into issues? Well, it's just, you know, Toronto is just such a huge city. Geographically, it's a massive city. And the population and such, maybe we're done with Union. Maybe Union should just be TTC and go. And and the, well, the Up Express as well. And, and maybe all the VIA stuff. Gets done through Downsview or somewhere. I mean, let it roll through the parking lot of Canada's Wonderland. I don't give a shit. I know it's convenient for people. It is convenient for people. I get it when they're when they're disembarking from their vacation and boom or or work event, whatever the heck it is, and they are in the core of downtown Toronto. That's where you want to be. But there's no reason to believe we couldn't have buses uh, shuttling people to the downtown core from there, right? Well, you're right on the subway line if it goes to Downsview. I, I'm just that. spitballing, you know? No, I mean, or I, that. Yeah, for sure. So the the new train here, this high-speed one, like I said, it'll take three and a half hours to get from Toronto to Montreal. There are mandated stops in Peterborough, Ottawa, and Trois-Rivières. Trois-Rivières. Thank you for translating. I don't know. But they say some... Direct trip express options will be available once they're up and running. So that's good. Hey, we all want to get where we're going as quickly as possible. If it stops in Peterborough, Ottawa, and Trois Rivières, I don't give a shit. Fine. As long as it gets me there in three and a half hours, sure. even four hours, I'd still be happy with that. It's still comparable to flying. My question is how much is this going to cost? And if we're doing this anyway, 
Could we solve a few problems and just go all in on high-speed rail? Why, for example, is the only way to get from one end of Ontario in, like, Ottawa, Cornwall area down to Windsor in the southwest, you got to fly. Otherwise, that's nine-hour drive to get from one end of Ontario to the other? Put some high-speed rail in there. Split the uprights. Go right from Ottawa to Windsor. And if you want to get off along the way, maybe you want to stop off and fucking... Barry or Niagara Falls or London or whatever. If it's on the way, sure, you can get off. If it's not, you got to switch or transfer or something. Let's get one end of Ontario to the other going high speed. It's one of those things, and I hate using this term. I get it. I get it. It's a sensitive term to say, but you know it's true. It's one of those things I wish we could just blow up and start fresh again. Because we did fuck it up, right? We fucked. We done fucked all of it up. We fucked so much up that it's... It's almost like it's it's too fuckable. It's too fuckable. It's very fuckable. <laughs> it's too fucked <laughs> that you can't even fuck with it. You know what I mean? It I is. Know. It's unfuckable because it's too fucked that you can't do anything to it. But you never know how big we're going to grow or how fast we're going to do it. And I think about this stuff all the time. You know what? Some of the intersections that intersect with the 401, I think, are just crazy. We didn't think it through. And yeah. now there should be a much easier way to get on the 401 from the 400 than there currently is. Four lanes going eastbound, one of them at the best of times going westbound. Why wouldn't we just blow it up and make a proper interchange? Same with the DVP. There's so many different examples of stuff where we just didn't think that far ahead. Now we've got train tracks after train tracks, and apparently the one that's going to get us where we're going the fastest doesn't have any track to use. They would have to lay their own track, and it's going to take 12 years before it's operational. It's crazy. All right, we got to go. Thank you for weighing in, if you did, on the chocolate bar situation. If you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to DM Scott and tell him why he's wrong. Don't bother. Don't bother. He doesn't want it. I don't care. But we will tell you quick. We should tell you. because Not people, when it comes to chocolate. I had so many messages yesterday from people asking how the potluck was, how the party was. The party was good. Um, we did talk a bit about the uh, show party. But I mean, afterward, the potluck was fun, right? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. So I, I was worried that the food was going to be... Uh, not a lot of it and, and horrible for us, but it turned out to be one hell of a meal. We had a spread going. The whole crew on the Scott and Cat show, it's not just Scott and Cat on the Scott and Cat show. You guys know, you've heard from Octavia before. Um, we also have uh, Malcolm, who's our technical uh, our technical producer, uh, who can't sit in with us a lot. Um, he's, all, he's all over the place, that's why. But he, between he and, and Octavia and Scott and myself, came up with a great taco spread for everybody. I think they quite liked it. We had all the fixins there. Dave's chili, as we mentioned earlier when he was here, fantastic. Someone made meatballs. So the spread was great. And and we had some fun. And there was a costume contest and everything. Shout out to Octavia, who did win one of the costume prizes. Runner up, in fact, uh, for Corpse Pride. So very good. Very good. All in all, it was a good day. We're exhausted now. So we are probably going to get going here. I, I, uh, there was, remember I told you at the beginning, there was a couple things from yesterday that we didn't have a chance to mention because we were all Halloween. I'm going to mention them real quick. Air Canada's latest quarterly profit came out. $1.25 billion. Mm. That was their quarterly profit. Three months profit. $1.25 billion. Weren't we all told that the airline industry is really struggling and, oh, fuck, we got to keep raising the price of baggage and shit because we're not making any money. $1.25 billion for one quarter seems quite reasonable to me. Seems like a lot of money, yeah. Uh, oh, and this last one. Four vehicles. This happened on the weekend on Highway 416 south of Ottawa on Sunday oh, night. okay. Four vehicles involved in a collision with a moose. 
OPP say the vehicles were traveling south on Highway 416 in North Grenville when they had a collision with the animal around 8.30 p.m. Two drivers had minor injuries, one person taken to hospital. That's the story. How did four different drivers all hit the same moose? Are you, have you, you've seen a moose in person? Yeah. Probably a dumb question. I think most Canadians have at this I, point, right? I've with hit your three deers with my car. Moose are fucking humongous. Like this, bigger than a car. There's moose in the, in the north, especially maybe even in these parts. I've seen a moose while well, I was in Banff. Okay. So that said, maybe they're bigger in Banff, but I, we pulled over when we saw a moose. It was this bigger than most cars. Humongous. So if your car slams into a moose, the car loses. The moose wins even if the moose dies. Let's put it that way. Easily, I could see other cars just piling up. No problem. That that makes total sense to me. But to your point, if I'm driving, let's say I'm the fourth car back. There's three different cars in front of me. You could see the moose over the car. The moose is huge. Like you said, it's bigger than the car. If I'm the fourth car back and I see ahead of me, Car, bam, hits a moose. Car behind that person, bam, hits a moose. Third car, bam, hits the moose. Oh, they were all driving too close together. I look like a fucking asshole if I'm the fourth person yeah, in on this. That you're, you're driving too close to the car in front of you, period, don't, the end. Don't you say you didn't see it? Yeah. Of course you saw it. It's a moose. You were driving too close. That's why, especially on certain roads, and I, I'm not familiar with this particular highway. I'm sure I've driven on it before, but... In some areas, guys, it seriously can be life or death if you're traveling too close behind someone else, especially when it comes to wildlife coming out of nowhere. It's not even moose. People will stop fucking dead in their tracks because of a uh, a fucking rabbit. It doesn't matter. And you're the one that loses on that if you're way too close. That's why you got to get off people's asses, especially on those country roads. In the city, okay, I understand. But on those country roads especially or those highways where it's well known that, that there's wildlife, I've seen it happen before where someone always got fucking smoked because they just hit the brakes so hard because of animals right in front of them. I've seen it too many times. Anyway, not that it'll, it's likely to happen to you unless you travel on those roads, but if you if you are traveling on the car, just back up a little bit. There's no fucking need to be up someone's ass, even if they're driving slow and that sucks. Unless you're going to about to pass them, let it be. Have yourselves a fantastic first day of November. We'll catch you right back here tomorrow with another After 9. Bye. The CEO of BlackBerry is stepping down. Yeah, he knew it was time to go when they went out of business five years ago. (laughs) The makers of Cup Noodles announced last week that they will introduce a new paper cup packaging that is microwavable. And if that goes well, they're thinking about introducing noodles. (laughs) I read the deputies in North Carolina had to rescue three bears that got stuck in a locked minivan. Yep, a locked minivan. They tried three crowbars to open the door. One was too long, one was too short, and one was just right. Firefighters in Michigan recently rescued a raccoon that was stuck in a hole at the bottom of a dumpster. Although, does that really count as a rescue? That's like saying you rescued Pitbull from a VIP lounge in Miami. (laughs) 